The Holy Gospel according to Luke. Then Jesus looked up at his disciples and said, Blessed are you who are poor, for yours is the kingdom of God. Blessed are you who are hungry now, for you will be filled. Blessed are you who weep now, for you will laugh. Blessed are you when people hate you and when they exclude you, revile you, and defame you on account of the Son of Man. Rejoice in that day and leap for joy, for surely your reward is great in heaven. For that is what their ancestors did to the prophets. But woe to you who are rich, for you have received your consolation. Woe to you who are full now, for you will be hungry. Woe to you who are laughing now, for you will mourn and weep. Woe to you when all speak well of you, for that is what their ancestors did to the false prophets. But I say to you that, listen, love your enemies, do good to those who hate you, bless those who curse you, pray for those who abuse you. If anyone strikes you on the cheek, offer the other also. And from anyone who takes away your coat, do not withhold even your shirt. Give to everyone who begs from you. And if anyone takes away your goods, do not ask for them again. Do to others, you would have them do to you. The Gospel of the Lord. Please be seated. Grace, mercy, and peace be unto you from God our Father and Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. In July of 2013, I took my youth group to Washington, D.C. on a mission trip. Instead of signing up for one of those prepackaged mission trips, where you would sign up and, and you'd go with a number of people to a certain location and, and they'd have all these activities planned for you, we decided to plan our own mission trip. We went to Marlu Ridge Summer Camp and they helped us connect with various ministries in the area, in the Washington, D.C. area, and we did mission work in that area. We worked in gardens and did a lot of cleanup work, and we worked on parsonages for local congregations. And we went to New York, uh, no, we went to Washington, um, D.C., and we went to this one particular church right in the middle of D.C. You could see the Capitol from the front steps of the church. And they had this memorial garden out in front of their church, and it was a memorial garden for homeless people. That they had a connection to the city that when someone who died, um, who was homeless, they had the person's, uh, uh, was cremated and they spread the ashes there um, in the memorial garden so the, even the homeless had a place to rest. But for me, one of the most memorable times of that trip was when we worked with Resurrection Graves. Resurrection is, is a woman who spent three years homeless. She owned her own business. She had a little girl. And she said she came home one time after struggling a little bit in her business and realized that within 30 days, she was going to lose everything. Three years, she went from homeless shelter to homeless shelter. She slept on the streets. She finally was able to get things together and, and rebuild her life. And, and now she serves as an advocate 
for those who find themselves without a home. Resurrection told her story to our youth group. And then she and her husband, and she met her husband in the homeless shelter. She and her husband took us to Franklin Park, where we handed out bags of items that were filled with things that would be helpful for those who were homeless. Socks and body wipes, a package of Kleenex, toothbrush, toothpaste, that sort of thing. And at Franklin Park, our youth paired up with one another, and they went around and they approached people who seemed like they were settling into the park for the night and asked if they would like to have one of these bags. And two of our girls uh, approached this gentleman, and, and he was very thankful for getting the bag, and, and he uh, was very um, so thankful that he started to talk with them and tell them his story. And within 10 or 15 minutes, there was probably a, a crowd of eight or nine or 10 kids standing around listening to this man talk and, and uh, show his gratitude for what the kids were doing. And the stories that he were, was telling the kids were, were not depressing or negative. He wasn't complaining, but they were uplifting and inspirational. And, and he was just so positive and, and shared his, his deep, passionate faith with all of these kids. And he told them, even though that he found himself homeless and, and living on the streets, and he, he was homeless for about six months at the time, that he knew that God was with him. That God was never to leave him or forsake him. And then he said this phrase that I still remember and I, I use quite often in just remembrance of this man. He said, we are blessed by the best. Today we read about the Beatitudes, the blessings. Blessed are they, Jesus says. What does it mean to be blessed? You know, when I think about being blessed, I, I think about this man's outlook on life. I think about the time that he spent on the streets, the time that he was probably cold or afraid, not knowing when he, his next meal was going to come to him. But even in those moments, he found himself being blessed by God. Think about my life. The times when I feel like things are going well are the times that I find difficulty in my life. And it's easy to say, well, where is God in all this? But it's also just as easy to say, God is still with me, even in my struggles. We have put a great effort as a society Convincing ourselves and those around us that no matter what is happening in our lives, that things are okay. We try to dress well. We try to live in nice homes. We try to remain as independent as long as we can. But no matter how hard we try, we have insecurities. We find it hard to love ourselves sometimes as, we, as it is to love others. We are afraid of what would happen if we let go of some of the deep-seated beliefs we have and open ourselves to the love and grace and acceptance that God has given us. 
to allow ourselves to freely give and freely receive, to experience blessing. Today, All Saints Sunday is a time for us to come together as a community to affirm our common bond and union with all Christians of all times and all places. All people, men and women, rich and poor, of all ethnicities, all races, join together as one body of Christ, not because of who we are, not because of, of what we have or what we have done, but because God has called us holy and blessed. God has set us apart to be witnesses of God's grace and love. And I remember seeing this union come together firsthand through Bobby. I always remember Bobby on All Saints Sunday, not because of what he accomplished, but because of the transformation I saw in his life. The transformation that Bobby experienced as well as the people around him. During my time as a youth director in Reading, Pennsylvania, I would say that Bobby was a saint of the church. In light of the way that Luke describes a saint, someone who is blessed. Not because he was a holy man, not because he was a defender of the poor, not because he was a figure of deep wisdom, besides a garbage bag full of clothes and a pack of cigarettes, he had nothing else in this world. And he would come to the church on a weekly basis during our Wednesday night program. We had uh, confirmation and Sunday school, adult Bible study, choir practice, all on Wednesday nights, and that all started with a meal that we would have together. So Bobby would come and not participate in anything else, but he would come and have the meal and then he would leave. But eventually the Wednesday nights would turn into an occasional morning visit where he would come in for a cup of coffee. He'd get his cup of coffee and then he'd leave. But then he'd stay for a cup of coffee and a bowl of cereal. Not many people outside of the pastor or myself could really understand what Bobby could say because he had some uh, mental disabilities. You could tell that he did not live a very healthy life. He wore the same clothes most of the time. He didn't have access to a shower or really could care for himself that often. But you see him walk around the neighborhood quite often interacting with people. He didn't really have family, and the family that he did have, we really couldn't trust them to care for his true well-being. But it was All Saints morning when he came to church for the first time. I thought he was going to come in for his morning cup of coffee and leave, but he came in and he looked a little different. He looked a little cleaner than normal. He came in, and he, he sat down, he had a bulletin. I knew he couldn't read, but he had a bulletin because that's what you do in church. He sat down, and, and to my surprise, people started gathering around him to, to welcome him and, and to greet him and to sit next to him and, and to help him through the service. 
There are people in our lives, like Bobby or the man in Franklin Park, who we look at and we say, we want to help people. We're we're helping these individuals trying to live a better life. But when we open ourselves to the possibilities that God has in store for us, we realize that they too are ministering to us. They too are teaching us about the blessings and being a part of the kingdom of God. That they too are saints. Blessed are you who are poor, for yours is the kingdom of God. Saints are people who, that light shines through. Blessed are the poor in spirit, Jesus says. Blessed are you who are hungry or you who thirst. Blessed are you who weep, those who mourn. Blessed are the meek. Blessed are the peacemakers. Jesus uses these words to describe those who are blessed. Those who are in and welcome and a part of the kingdom of God. And today we remember all of those people. We remember all people who are part of our church, not just the best of the best, not just the people who who are recognized as saints, but everyday saints like you and me, the people who light shines through. This is why we celebrate All Saints Sunday. We've known a lot more saints than just the famous ones. We all have bobbies in our life, the kind of people who live their life the best way that they can, perhaps without much in this world. The ones who need a little extra just to get by. We all have encounters like the man in Franklin Park, individuals who find themselves struggling in certain areas of their life, but who still have a great outlook on life. Those who inspire you to become a better person, a better version of yourself. We all have other saints in our life. Those people whom we love. Those who are there for us. Those who we don't know how we would get by another day without them in our life. We have those people who we have lost this past year. Those people that we remember. Those people that we still miss. Or those people that we have lost in years past. Because that pain still doesn't go away ever so quickly. Those people are saints. Those people we remember as well. Loved ones in which we remember how They made us feel special and loved. I'd like to end the sermon today with a more contemporary version of the Beatitudes, uh, the blessings that we read from Luke today. It it was written by my friend and colleague, Catherine Roeff, and she posted it in in a clergy group that I was a part of, and I was just really taken back by, by it, I wanted to share it with you today. Blessed are you when you come to church looking like a mess. 
for yours is the kingdom of God. Blessed are you when you're feeding your kids unhealthy food because it's also the cheapest in what you can afford, for you too will be filled. Blessed are you when your throat closes up, when you try to pray because your grief is overwhelming, for one day you will laugh. Blessed are you when people hate you, when they exclude you, revile you, and defame you on account for who you welcome in the name of the Son of Man. Rejoice in that day and leap for joy, for surely your reward is great in heaven. For that is what their ancestors did to the prophets who welcomed the unwelcome before you. But woe to you who have much to give, for you, woe to you who have much and give little, for you have received your consolation. Woe to you whose needs are filled, yet ignored the needs of others, for you will be hungry. Woe to you who laugh in the face of suffering, for you will mourn and weep. Woe to you when all say how nice and respectable you are, for that is what their ancestors did to the false prophets. As I look at the saints gathered here today, I'm thankful for all that you do for the church and our community. Thank you to the saints, Prince of Peace. Amen.